Welcome back guys, Max Weigand here. So today, we're gonna discuss your self-image and why raising and upregulating that is the key to creating more happiness and more success in all areas of your life. Now Lenny Bassam, he's a two-time Olympic champion and world record holder in rifle shooting. I talked to him a couple months back and he said to me that this is literally the most important skill you could ever develop in your life. Why? Because it will dictate what you believe about yourself and thereby what you will do in your life. Now, if we really look at what the self-image is, it's nothing more than the beliefs that you have about who you are and what you're capable of and what you deserve in your life. All of us have certain limits that we place around us. It's this comfort zone that we create in our lives, the beliefs that we have about how much you can do, how much you can achieve in your business, in your relationships, in your happiness and personal development, in terms of your fitness and your health, whatever it is. And so the thing is this, we will never out-achieve our self-image. You'll never over-deliver and outdo and create more success than what you believe you deserve. Why? Because our brain will sabotage you. I'll give you a couple examples. The athlete, for example, that believes that he or she can run you know, a three-hour marathon will never go much below or much above those three-hour marathon. Why? Because as soon as we run below that, as soon as we're doing lower than that, our brain starts to kick in, right? They always want to keep us in homeostasis. So when we're not performing at the level that we believe we should, when we're doing a little bit less than we're capable of, what is going to happen? Our brain kicks in, right? It goes into panic mode. And it's like, whoa, like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to. I might die, right? That's what our brain is thinking. I might die. I might get into trouble. And so it starts to really kick your butt, right? You get motivated again, right? You create this urgency where all of a sudden you need to do whatever it takes to get back to the standard of performance that you used to. When you're a salesperson, you notice, I'm sure, right? You have a certain amount of monthly sales. And whenever you're doing lower than that, right? It's like, you know, two days to go only till till the end of the month, right? You realize I'm so much lower than, than I usually am. What's going to happen is urgency kicks in, right? You're like, I've got to make this happen. I've got to get better, right? When you realize in any area of your life that you're performing less than what you're capable of, your motivation, the urgency will kick in and make you do more. But it's also the other way around. When you start performing higher than what you expect, when you're running faster than you've ever run before, when you're making more sales than you've ever done before, what's going to happen is the self-image also kicks in and it starts to sabotage yourself. It starts to ask, well, who do you think you are? Why do you, you don't deserve this. This is too hard. It's too painful. Why are you trying so hard, right? You, you're not cut, cut out for this. You're not smart enough, good enough, beautiful enough, strong enough. And so you start having all these thoughts and they will limit you. They will push you back and bring you back to the normal standard of performance that you have. And so in whatever way we perform differently from our self-image, whether worse or better, our brain will always make sure to bring us back to this point of homeostasis where we feel comfortable, to this comfort zone that we have in our lives. So you can imagine this much like a thermostat they have sitting at home. Right? You set the thermostat to a, you know, a certain temperature, right? It may be 20 degrees Celsius, right? 70 degrees Fahrenheit, whatever it is, right? And so you have that set for a certain temperature. Whenever it gets colder, right? You open the windows, for example, and some cold air blows in. What's going to happen is the thermostat kicks in and it upregulates the temperature, meaning it raises the temperature of your room again. And in the same way, 
if some hot air came in all of a sudden, right, and the room gets hot, the thermostat will also kick in and it will downregulate the temperature of your room to make it this comfortable 20 degrees, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, whatever it is that you're used to. And so this is exactly what's happening in our lives. As soon as we outperform or underperform based on what we believe we deserve, that's our thermostat, what we believe we deserve, well, all of a sudden, the thermostat is going to kick in, the brain is going to kick in, it's going to start pushing us or sabotaging us, depending on which area we're in, really, or where we're at, performing to you know what we believe we deserve. And so this is really key because what this means is we'll never outperform over a consistent period of time what we believe we deserve and what we believe we're capable of. So I want to share with you guys three keys to changing your self-image. Why? Because if you don't change that, what's going to happen is anytime you push a little more, right? You really get motivated and inspired. You try a little harder, right? You try to make more sales. You try to run faster than you've ever run before. You try to be more creative, write more articles, write more paper, whatever it is, right? You start to do more. What's going to happen is you always start sabotaging yourself as long as your self-image is stuck in an old place. And so you have three things that you can do starting today to actually raise your self-image. Number one is you want to create a bigger, better version of yourself in your mind and start to rehearse that. Why? Because the old version of yourself, you've rehearsed that a million times, right? You've told yourself a million times that this is who I am. I'm a three-hour marathoner. I make a 100,000 bucks a year. I am a B-level student, whatever it is, right? You've told yourself a million times. So if we want to change that, we need to start a better, create a better mental image of ourselves. We need to see ourselves in our minds as that A-level student, right? As the person making X amount of money, as the person running a 250 marathon, as the person that finally experienced happiness and joy in our lives. We need to first create that vision of who we could be and then mentally rehearse that. And how do you do that? Well, for example, what you can do is in the morning and the evening, so right after you wake up and right before going to bed, our mind is most susceptible to these images. So what you want to do in that time is you want to close your eyes just for a couple moments and you want to start seeing yourself being that person. How do you think? How do you act? How do you feel? What do you look like? What does your life look like when you are that person? You really want to feel as if you're already that person, already a person that's achieved this thing, that's being this thing. And what's going to happen is as you start to repeat that over and over and over to yourself again and again for thousands of times, you create this new neural network, this new neural pathway essentially in your brain that says, well, I am good enough. I can achieve this. I am confident as a speaker. I am great at sales. I am this incredible athlete. You start to create this new self-image and by repeating this over and over again, you start to strengthen it. And so what's the key here really is you want to focus consistently on who you want to be, not on what you're currently at, right? This, the more you focus on where you're currently at, your current limitations, the more you repeat them, the more you strengthen them. So you want to, instead of focusing on where you are right now and where you've been in the past, you want to focus on the future and how you can get better, right? If we're you know, not driven by a vision of who we could be in the future, by a glorious vision of what we're capable of, then we'll forever be guided by the familiar past. And so you want to let go of the past, let go of past performances and really monomaniacally focus and rehearse and repeat who you want to be. So that's key number one. Key number two is you want to change your peer group. Why? Because you and I, we're social animals, meaning we're always trying to fit into the tribe that we're around. 
So when you find a better tribe, when you get around people that are better athletes, better entrepreneurs, they're happier, more joyful, more blissful than you, they're more social than you, whatever it is. When you start getting around a tribe like that, unconsciously, you feel like you're an outsider unless you get to their level of performance. Meaning if metaphorically, you're a 20 degree, you know, athlete, and you got around athletes, they're like 30 degree athletes, they're super fit, they're super healthy, they're eating all the right foods and all of that. Well, what's going to happen is you feel like you're an outsider. You feel like you don't belong until you get to their level of performance. And so subconsciously, your self-image will say, I've got to change up here, right? I've got to get up here because if I don't, I'm not going to be part of this group for long. And so you'll start how you act how you think and how you feel on a consistent basis. You'll start working out more. You start eating better, maybe even directly with them, or maybe just because you're in contact with them. There's so much great research that shows that both emotions and actions change when we change our peer group, that they're really dependent on who we spend time with. So one of the greatest things you can do to change your self-image is simply ask yourself, well, who are the people that are already at the level I want to get to, right? That the new self-image level And how can I spend more time with them? Because then, almost without you even being aware of it, you will change your self-image and act much better. So that's key number two. And number three is this. You want to, you know, for a short period of time, really go psycho on the behaviors that are necessary to create your new self-image. Why? Because behavior changes our self-image. And while also, you know, the identity changes our self-image, changes our behavior. So it's a two-way street. So not only do we, by changing our identity or self-image, there's the same thing, not only do we, by changing them, change our behavior, but also by changing our behavior drastically for a short period of time, do we change our self-image. Meaning when you start working out consistently, like every day for like two, three weeks, right? For 30 days, you go psycho on your workout habits, on your eating habits, on meditating every day. What's going to happen is your brain suddenly starts to believe that, hey, I'm working out every day. Maybe I really am an athlete. Maybe I really am a meditator. Maybe I really am an, an author because I'm writing so much every day. So you change your self-image by drastically changing how you act every single day. So just ask yourself, how would my new self-image act on a daily basis? Would I be working out every day, writing books every day? Would I be you know, meditating every day, being kinder to people every day? What is that new self-image? And start to deliberately act like that today. And what you will find is that your self-image changes that you start feeling like you are an athlete, you're a writer, you're a good salesperson, you're a happy person, you're a kind person, whatever it is. You know, William James once said that if you want equality, act as if you already have it. Act as if you're already the person you want to be. Start to rehearse it, visualize it, get around people that are at that level. And if you start doing this, what's going to happen is you change your self-image. You write a new story of what you believe you deserve and thereby you create more success and more happiness in all areas of your life. So guys, let me know in the comments below, what is that new self-image that you're trying to create? Who do you want to be? And exactly how are you going to make that happen? What are you going to start visualizing? What are you going to start doing? And who are the people you're going to start surrounding yourself with? All the best for me and see you soon.